Welcome back to Mediums in Action with me, Martin Lake Wilson, and my good friend and expert medium, Ian Doherty. Hello, everybody. How are you keeping, Ian? Are you okay? I am fine, yes. I'm, uh, I've am i changed my exercise regime to be first thing in the morning, and it's uh, it's working better. I don't get put off with, oh, it's too hot, or I can't be bothered now. So I'm feeling very, very positive. And what about yourself, Martin? I think from a spiritual perspective, I feel far more connected than, than ever before. And yeah, I, I think, I think that's often interesting. It, yeah, I think it's like waves, isn't it, sometimes? I think yeah. sometimes we can, and it's probably internal algorithms or or whatever, mm. or, or just general things that yeah. get you in life. But certainly around, the, since uh, midsummer, I, certainly, I, I always feel kind of quite heightened. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's, it's just interesting that we're, you know, spirit is telling us the same things because we can be talking on the phone, you know, as we as 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 we often do for 17 hours and 10 minutes. <laughs> but we can be there and we will say one thing and then our guide speak to us and your guide speaks to you. It's the same information. You're thinking I've just been I have as well. Oh, and I have. So Brilliant. I just find I, I just find that fascinating. I would say definitely, you know, going on the back of you feeling more connected spirit side. I think generally we are. Yeah, I, I think, I, again, I think it's one of those things. It's been a strange old year. I mean, obviously, it, it's been a year of grief for me. And and, mm-hmm. um, and, and I certainly feel, I, th- I think, again, you know, midsummer, it heightens you. It, well, it heightens me. And, um, and and you start feeling a bit more bouncy in yourself. Yeah. I think what it is, is I know winter's coming and it's my favourite time. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Halloween's around the corner. But um, Of course. But no, no, it's... Um, it's interesting because I think two years ago, uh, Spirit uh, said to both of us, I think, healthy yeah. body, healthy mind. Yeah, yeah. And I think both of us kind of started looking at that and we've both got yoga and fitness. Uh, sorry, I've got yoga and various fitness regimes and yeah, yeah. from mental perspective to bodily. And, and and it is good. And, and, and I'd say that to anybody is whether you run or whether you do a little bit of chair yoga or whatever you can do any yeah. any form of exercise even every ju- anything yeah Walking even going in the garden you know deadheading plants you know anything like that where you can just take yourself out of a gear and just forget about it and not think about your daily routine or a worry or anything like that it's yeah. a form of meditation and it's, it it's a great way not only for your mental health but it's also a great way to uh, sort of get used to not thinking about things for when you're trying to communicate with spirit yeah definitely i think i think in the in the long run we've sort of added on to something we said earlier i feel this is in essence why we feel more connected with spirit now than perhaps we have done for a long time you know yeah. uh, I've, I've i've totally re, totally revamped my uh, diet and i've you know my uh, life's my lifestyle rather you know rather than my diet and it's really good and so today we're we're going to talk about dreams. And obviously, I've known you for a long time. I've always seen you as obviously a medium, psychic artist, and also, and and I find this unusual actually. But you've also been an interpreter of dreams, and and you kind of look at it not just from a psychological perspective, but also from a spiritual as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, spirit helped me uh, very, very much with dreams. You know, it's it's one of those things where uh, where you know, obviously. Uh, the person I'm sort of uh, having a look at the dream for, uh, the more detail they can give. You know, for instance, 
Was it daytime in a dream? Was it nighttime in the dream? Were you in a building? Were you outside? Were you being chased? Were you were you chasing? Did you feel happy? Did you feel sad? What time of the night or what time of the early morning it was? As much details as possible. And I just look at the dream and it just, oh, yeah, it's this. Obviously, spirit's influence there, but it just as if I pick a thread and I unpick it and it all falls to all falls to pieces. You know, uh, it seems I wouldn't say easy. But it just seems natural to me. That's that's the that's a better better term. I just feel natural with uh, talking about what the uh, dream is, and I find it fascinating. You know, I I uh, did start for a little time doing a little dream book. You know, where I asked people, I didn't want people's two personal dreams. I mean, I wouldn't pass on details anyway, but I just wanted to make them know that everything that they said is in confidence. I would write the uh, dream down. You know, cut and paste what they sent me, and then I'd add. Uh, I would give them the reading from it, and then I'd add that under underneath, so I can build my uh, repertoire up. Something I'm thinking about bringing bringing back, if people don't abuse it, you know, in sort of wanting a dream interpretation every every second day. With your dream interpretation, so somebody would come to you and say, I I, I dreamt, I don't know, I was being chased by fields, and there was something yeah. dark in in, in, yeah. in the distance. Obviously, you would then try to give it a sort of rational explanation. So you would say, well, running away is possibly anxiety or yeah, yeah. and and something dark in the distance could be a worry that is, is hanging around. But yeah, then I mean, well, sorry, Martin, the the way I would I would challenge, you know, the darkness in the uh, in the uh, distance is change. And the fact is they the person is likely to be re uh, to be resistant to that change and not wanting to go there. Ah, right. Right. That's interesting. And so you put that there and then and then with spirit, would you then be able to uh, do, do you kind of give um, when you say a, a bit of reading? Do, so do you talk about the future or do you t- just generally talk um, about the, the gen- person's position? Yeah, generally it is all it's all about the uh, dream uh, and that gives the person because obviously I am I am not privy uh, other than a psychic way, of course, of knowing a little bit of what's happening in their in their life. I don't go on their Facebook page to try and find information or uh, anything. But what is uh, generally uh, looked at is what is happening around that person at that time that leads to this dream and what could be uh, coming from that dream. So it's not into the distant future, but it sort of gives a gives a uh, gives a sense of what that person can can take charge of, you know, or or make changes should that what the your dream is saying. Kind of like a sense of clarity, I suppose. Yes. Um, yeah. So have this dream. They they don't understand it they're quite probably quite scared by it because a lot of people yeah. who the, the problem is with the brain is it, it's addicted to fear and it, it's addicted to adrenaline as well so yeah if you have a bad dream the likelihood is that you'll have it within a day or two days again um, yes and yes. the reason is it and, and it's not because you're being repeatedly told a warning it's because your brain actually is saying oh i, I quite enjoyed that adrenaline yeah. boost in yeah. the middle yeah. of the night you know i yeah. enjoyed it so, so it'll repeat it again, and uh, it will. What, what some of the weirder examples you've had with dream well, interpretation? One, uh, one quite recent one was a uh, person. She asked me to look at this dream, and as you said, uh, you know, when you mentioned there, I was quite piqued by it. Was 
it was a recurring dream and this person she was getting quite scared with it and she kept on in her dream every day she would see this little girl who to her looked demonic um, and she was scared of that little girl and little girl kept on turning up in this dream and she kept on trying to uh, get her trying to get away but the dream was always linked to her past you know looking around the town where shops used to be and and what they are now so it was linked to the past to where the future is, you know, to where it is now. But it was always in the town, always in buildings, which reference a work situation. If you're day, if you are in the daytime, you're in a built-up area, particularly if it's a big shopping mall, if it's a big uh, sort of work factory, uh, then the chances are the dream is centred around the work. With seeing the seeing the image of the little girl as a demonic figure, it's how she felt about her. She didn't feel she was worthy. Didn't feel, you know, it's about self-value self-worth perhaps in the workplace you know wanted to branch out am i going to be uh, successful i don't think i am people don't like me am i am i fine there was a lot of sort of holding sort of holding herself back maybe because she's been told you're ugly you're big you you know you're this mm. you're that that is what the, your dream was you know it's I mean? fascinating because so so she so the the demonic girl was was her and that it's almost like she was seeing herself in the past that she was just a scared little girl yes yes and and she wasn't adequate within her her workplace Um, but yeah it is mm. it is not letting the past go it is thinking well that that was the past i'm a better person now i'm more capable and i can do it so that is the way the dream was uh, tackled in that sense it's great. I, I know from a psychological perspective and, you know, Sigmund Freud and everything, you know, kind of yeah. started looking at your dreams and overanalyzing them. And every dream's got this, you know, if you see, I don't know, a key in your dream, then it means this. So, yeah, uh, I, I think Sigmund yeah. Freud sexualized a lot of it. <laughs> Ollie, uh, Ollie, you did, though, didn't he? Coming over to uh, dreams, you know. People think, okay, I will look out for numbers, I'll see this and this, which it's hard to keep that that memory of, oh, I've just seen a symbol. You know, you try to try to focus in your mind what that symbol is, or you mm. try to look for numbers. You are more likely to see numbers in the form of three white houses, three white cars, three white trees. You know, it isn't necessarily the colour, but it's the fact that it's threes, you know, so oh, that would right. give so, the number so three. So instead of seeing like a big number in your dream, yeah. um, you've yeah. got to look more subliminal. Um, well, so, yeah. so like five houses or, but do, do you know, it could possibly mean that the number five. And, and yeah. Is, is but it's, yeah, yeah, but they'll be repetitive. You'll see five of this, five of that, five oh, of this. Right, okay. Do you know what I mean? So it's, 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 it's there and it could uh, sort of put over... Depending on the con- on the context of the your dream, it could mean five days, five weeks. There's a little... bit like divination, isn't it? It's, yes, it's, yes, it's not it's yes, not going to be five minutes in five minutes time or five hours. No, five no. hours. It's it's going to be five weeks or five months. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. But there there is that type of thing, and uh, colours mean colours have a relevance to me, but not necessarily within the uh, dream state. You know, so I I tend to stay away from analysing colours too much because it doesn't necessarily adequately portray the feelings etc of the your dream it's, it's almost as if I'm seeing the dream happen with that person but but being but being stood back you know right, and right. able to think well it's this and it's this and it's this not in a cold way but in a non-attached way 
obviously we're, we're spiritualists if you start to see somebody in your dreams who died recently yeah i my personal and you might be able to put me straight on this but my personal view is if you see somebody recently uh, who's passed away in your dreams that's the likelihood to be your emotional state manifesting do you think uh, would you say no there's one way to uh, to uh, check it out you know firstly if it is a spirit communication during your sleeping time, because during your waking hours, your mind's too uh, busy. If there's somebody from your family wants to say say hello, you will always find yourself in some place that is uh, particular, happy, emotional. For, you know, for, uh, for uh, me, it's always my mum's house. Uh, it, it's my mum's mum's front room. Um, somebody else, it might be their uh, their bedroom of the house they used to live in. If there's a person in that space, then that is what I would term as somebody from your family wanted to say hello. If it is where you where you see a person when you're walking walking around, say you you find yourself walking down the country lane, or you or you're walking down near your street and you see a your loved one, then I would say it's likely to be your own personal state wanted to hear from that person. Right, and and what about if you if you have a dream about somebody who passed away a long time ago and you suddenly see them again and they're communicating with you a message or uh, would you say that was spirit again well yes i mean because really it it doesn't necessarily matter for us so much how long that person's been passed but there wouldn't be a great deal of evidence perhaps if it was let's say your great great grandfather who who was say perhaps killed in the uh, first world war well and truly before you were born then the uh, chances are you wouldn't recognize him in that dream unless of course family said this is great granddad this is great granddad there wouldn't be any sort of relevance until you talk to family and got that uh, that that information there it is normally somebody who is closer perhaps your grandmother level i would say is probably your grandparents level would be uh, really the sort of the furthest i think spirit would spirit would go um for benefit to you because when a person sees that sees a family member or a very good friend there's no fear in the dream there's just love there's oh wow hello you want to go up and hug them kiss them and it's great so there's all those feelings of safety, security are all with that, all within that dream when there's a family member or friend talking to you from spirit. It's when we see somebody we're thinking, but that person's dead and we tend to run, then that is us perhaps being anxious and not wanting to face the fact that that person's passed away. Another thing about dreams, and, and this, is, this cropped up quite a few times actually, certainly um, when we were doing ghost investigations yeah it is we would have people who actually dreamt of the venue without actually knowing the venue mm-hmm. and turning up and and actually one really good example is we had one lady who uh, knew of her she'd been on two or three investigations I have no reason to believe that she was lying but she had a weird dream uh that i mean she was going to woodchester mansion she had a weird dream she knew of it she knew it was gothic or whatever yeah but she had a dream of this where the chapel was there was this little room and it had a font in there and all yeah the fonts and oh, i know where you are yeah yeah she she had a dream of that and it, it was really quite upsetting for her she felt very very um the, i mean she was on she, she really was it was quite scary for her i can't really go into detail to be yeah honest, of but course it was really quite scary and she was really quite fearsome of what was going to happen at, at the event but 
But why would she be dreaming about, I mean, she, that room, nobody, you know, you couldn't, I actually checked and I, and I went on the internet and there's no photographs no, of that particular no. room. She didn't know yeah. about this little recess that was near the window. She, she couldn't have known about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I certainly 100% believe that she had that dream because well, definitely literally from, the next morning yeah. she was on the phone to me. <laughs> yeah. saying, no, uh, this dream, I she yeah. said, I, don't, I, I think I'm thinking of cancelling because I'm really quite scared. I said, look, you'll be fine. You know, come along. And, and she had a really good time. And, and everything that she dreamt of didn't really appear, not only physically, but also from a medium or anything like that. But why did she dream that? What, what, why well, do you think that? The chances are... She may have been wanting to test herself. She may have been wanting to know more. I want to uh, experience something. I want to do so and so. So the uh, chances are, it is uh, you know, it is from her, from one of her guides uh, who's given information of it. I don't feel it would be anybody from uh, you know any spirit from Woodchester Mansion talking to her. I, it doesn't work that way. It, well, from my point of view, it doesn't. I just get the sense it would have been her guide that would have given us some information. It happens to me, happens to you. Maybe not in a dream sense, but we will, you know, on the way there, or by the way, this is what it used to be. This is what this, this is what so-and-so. So we can, because of our sensitivities, we can we can do it whilst we're perhaps driving or whilst our, our mind isn't that active. So whether you're a person, it normally comes through in a, your dream state. So the person would, I would say, uh, have a sensitivity, a psychic and mediumistic ability and her and her guide had given her, her some information perhaps as a doubt in thomas just to make it more real that there is something there yeah well it certainly gave her evidence um yeah. that she was highly she was skeptical but kind of believer so you know which is a healthy way to be and it uh, is, yeah. i think she needed that extra sort of i think boost. so i think so and and, um, and and it really did work for her because she walked into that room and she said i've been here <laughs> Do you know yeah. she said maybe it was my past life or i mean i believed that it was some form of communication from yeah her, her yeah. personal guide or yeah you know i don't I, think I, it's I, a past life though no no i didn't feel that I, I i felt that it was it was that but um no it's it's interesting that people have those i think that's one of the most regular things that yeah. i ever encountered yeah. with dreams is where people say oh my god i've dreamt you know i dreamt this last week i was told that which suggests to me that there's an undercurrent here that people are far more mediumistic yes, than, than they actually give uh, credence to um, well if you think about it having the emails and text messages and pri- and you know personal messages via facebook oh um i'm sure somebody's following me home because i'm getting this this and this and then you say to them well no actually you're becoming more sensitive and you're seeing feeling what is actually in your property what is around you and you know they go oh and they uh, and they often take it as a positive oh i must be getting more sensitive then you know so i do feel it's in that ilk i remember you know always being interviewed how many people have, what, have gone home with ghosts yeah I said, none <laughs> <laughs> well that's it they uh, haven't done have they uh, uh, but, uh, n- nobody ever went home with a ghost or a spirit unless they took their own spirit guide there but um yeah but i i did say did, the, the thing is and i always remember uh, again one person went to i think Tutbury castle which is one of the least haunted castles in the <laughs> but, um, but when went to Tutbury and then when she went home she was stood in front of the mirror brushing her teeth and she literally saw i think it was a towel and something else kind of being moved in her bathroom and that's well it's either two explanations number one 
you've psychically switched on and and it could be some form of telekinesis that you've actually moved it by you, your own mind and didn't realize or secondly you're far more sensitive and actually you were yeah. while you was brushing your teeth you was actually in communication with spirit and she said well actually we were thinking about i was thinking about tutbury and and i was thinking actually there was a woman there i remember seeing a woman and she said but i didn't see her at the time i said well maybe that's your mediumship that's your, you're thinking back and thinking hang on there was a woman there and that's actually because you was mediumistically you could see that woman and now you're remembering that and while you remembered that you know, there was a little bit of activity in your in your flat. Your flat's not haunted, and that woman hasn't come back to the flat. No. But you're now more switched on. You know, you, you you're aware of that kind of energy. I just find it fascinating. You know, the fact that, and it sort of lends lends credence that everybody can be mediumistic to a certain to a certain sort of level, for want of a better word. But I do fully believe it's through the uh, gene pool. You know, genes come on the same way as it is uh, sort of coded for the colour eyes, the colour hair, the colour skin. Then mediumship falls into that, I do believe. I didn't know until recently that my great uh, grandmother was sort of mediumistic and used to hold seances in a front. Oh, wow. And and that was in Keswick, (laughs) which is kind of really weird because I, I had no knowledge of that at all because a lot of that side of the family was um is very disconnected from this uh this side of the family but i, yeah. I found out that she was she used to hold seances in mm-hmm. uh in the late 1800s which again wow. is fascinating so maybe it is i mean it, let's face it it could just be one chromosome content that we well, uh, well the, th- the, th- the thing is it could be a facet of one uh chromosome mm-hmm. I mean, this is the point of our course: is that we we believe that everybody has medium mediumship yeah. talent, that we can all uh, connect to spirit. It, it's just that some people are natural to it. Some people are natural footballers. Some yeah, people have exactly. to work at it. Some people yeah. have to work at it. And yeah. and either way, I think whether you have to work at it or whether it comes natural, you can both get to the same point and be as good as each other. Um, yeah. You just need to. You know, put that time in and, and that effort, uh, as you do have to do with anything, whether it's art, foot, art, football, music, you name it. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. Oh, it's been fascinating talking to you about dreams. Really, well, thank really you. Is. Yeah, it, likewise. It, it's uh, we'll have to do another question and answers where maybe we ask people to send in um, some examples of their dreams, yeah. and we will discuss them. Uh, on here obviously we won't name you and say sandra from leeds says <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's been chased by a half naked man or something you know, but, uh, <laughs> if if you do want to send in some of your dreams that you've had and would like us to discuss them what we could do is next month maybe do a, a short little podcast and we'll have a chat through and give you some yeah. examples of how it works and how well how ian works and how he, uh, and how he can explain what's happening in your dreams yeah, that would be that would be uh, nice. And of course, if you have any, you know, with what Martin was saying about questions and answers, if you have any questions you like answered, please send them in. Yeah, absolutely. You can do it through Facebook or you can do it through our website, which is ascentia2.co.uk. It is linked on the podcast distributor, um, so it's on there. So you can contact us and send in your dreams. Um, I'd like to say some special thank yous to the people who've contacted us uh, over this last two weeks. We've had some really lovely feedback from yeah, it's beautiful from, from some amazing people, and the amazing thing is for us as well is they're not even in our country; they're in America or or, or India. Uh, it's just been lovely, absolutely lovely to see that um, all these people from different countries um, are really engaging with our uh, our podcast. 
and also with our course. Uh, and we're, you know, it really does uh, help us. As I've said before, it's it's really nice. So thank you very much, everybody, for the feedback. Yeah, indeed. And, thank you. Uh, and the support. So thank you. Yeah. So, well, it's been great to talk to you again, Ian. And, Likewise, uh, Martin. And so everybody at home, send in your dreams. And, uh, and, and what we'll do is we'll go through them and we'll do another follow-up podcast next month. And if you've got any questions about dreams, send those in as well. You can do it through our Facebook page as well, or you can do it through uh, our website. And uh, we'll do another recording next month on dreams. So thank you very much, everybody. Yeah, thank you, folks. And Martin, thank you too, mate.